Hey there, and welcome to the Business of Business podcast. Here we are two daughters and their dad seeking to inspire and educate you to follow your dreams of being in business by teaching you the business of being in business. The good, the bad, the humor are all parts of our unique perspective as an entrepreneurial family. Thanks for joining us. So grab a coffee, turn up the volume. Here we go. Welcome back, everybody. I am your host, Stacey J. Dempsey. The J is very important. It brings the joy. And I am joined here today with my dad, Jack Dempsey, my sister, Jennifer Dempsey. And today we want to talk about answering the question, why start a business? So, Jack, I want to start with you. Why start a business? Well, first, I want to just talk about why. Um, I think that that's the most critical question any entrepreneur can answer. Why? And the reason I say that is because people have ideas about businesses, start businesses, and really develop the how to do the business, but never take the necessary time to determine the why. And the reason the why is so important is because when the challenges come and they will come any entrepreneur knows that there's going to be a lot of challenges there's going to be a lot of setbacks and in most cases the how you do your business is not going to help you you have to go back to your why you have to go back to this is why i'm doing this And in most cases, the why is not, or let me put it this way, a strong why is not about money. So if if your why is I want to build a business and make a lot of money, then that's probably not going to get you through those challenging times because everybody wants to make a lot of money. And so when you run up against challenges, Um, that's probably not going to help you. It needs to be a why that is more impactful. It could be um, freedom. It could be that you want to be in a position to educate your children so they will never have any debt. It could be, um, you know, providing impact in your community's life and, and how your community operates. Something that really has... Uh, a deep-seated meaning it could be to create jobs for people Um, things like that that's um, that is usually the better themes for your why but you have to answer that question first and if you do that then you stand a much better chance of facing and surviving the headwinds that entrepreneurship is surely going to bring yeah, that's great. I know um, something that I've heard is when you just, you know, what one person's why might be for starting a business, you think might be universal. So some people will say, well, my kids are my why I'm doing this for my kids. And there's nothing wrong with the next person saying, listen, I love my kids, but they're not pushing me forward to want to, you know, really create this business. It's something else. So um, Jennifer, why why did you start your business? What's your why every day when things are, are really, really tough? 
you know, as we're talking about this topic, I have a memory pop into my head. I, I worked in a salon for seven, eight years before I went and started my own business. Um, and one thing that was important to me in the salon atmosphere was fundraising. And, you know, I always came to the salon owner with ideas for fundraising, a cutathon or, um, you know, whatever charity spoke to me at the time. And I always got pushed back. You know, I always got no. And I felt like I had to sell the idea not only to the salon owner, but to the staff. And at the end of the day, it was just pulling teeth. So I always thought when I own my own salon, fundraising is going to be a non-negotiable situation for me. I just feel like, you know, as hairstylists, we get to do what we absolutely love to do and we're blessed to do it. And um, we should give back as much as possible. And so that's a big why in my atmosphere right now. So the why, part of the why is, you know, having the freedom to to participate in doing fundraisers and giving back and participating in the community in that, that capacity. Is that Absolutely. what I hear you say? Absolutely. Right, right. That's, that's definitely very, very powerful. Um, I'm going to bounce it back to you, Jack. 35 plus years in the same industry, obviously lots of ups and downs. So what was, what is the why? And actually I'm curious to know, has the why changed over the years? Well, that's a great question because I think it has changed. I mean, certainly starting out, um, you know, my why in those early years was uh, really understanding that, um, you know, I could easily quit the insurance business because of how hard it was and go to work for someone else um, at a salary which would have been much more comfortable at the time. But for some reason, deep down, I knew that 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 was not going to be fulfilling for me. That uh, working for someone else, even though there's nothing wrong with that, um, but for me, um, I just didn't want my destiny to be in someone else's hands. I wanted, you know, the opportunity to create something. Um, and, and I was just fortunate, you know, I got into the insurance business right out of college and it wasn't really a huge dream of mine, uh, to, to get into that business. But for whatever reason, that's where I landed right out of, right out of school. And I could quickly see that if this business of insurance was done correctly, uh, it could just have impact in so many different ways. Uh, it could have impact certainly in my own life through building something that I could look back on and be very proud of. It would have impact in clients' lives uh, because of the service and the professionalism and the competency that we could bring into their lives. And then certainly uh, for staff and employees and hiring people, um, and allowing uh, them to fulfill their dreams uh, that they uh, have for themselves and for their families. So, so early on, it was really just kind of not wanting to be, um, you know, in or have my destiny in someone else's hands. But now, 
now it has changed. I mean, certainly um, I look at things differently. I have grandkids that, you know, I want to uh, be able to do some things for. I have, uh, you know, charities that I want to um, help and have impact with. So there's just a lot of other things at this point in my life, but the why is still uh, there in a very significant way. And that's, that's what gets me up every morning to, you know, with a lot of motivation and eagerness to get in there and, uh, and attack the day. So what, when someone establishes then their why, what do you think is the, the turning point of starting a business then? Is it, you know, we've identified, they identified the why, then kind of what comes next? Well, Yeah, I um, I think that one of the, the other questions you would ask yourself, you know, after establishing your why is, is the business going to be able to do that? Um, is it going to get you there? Um, you know, if your why is to take a startup business uh, and provide a product or service uh, that's unique, well, do you picture it and can you see it? Um, growing to be something big enough and meaningful enough to achieve your why. Um, so you have to have that vision that it can get you there. Um, so it has to have enough scale to be able to get you where you want to go and achieve achieve that why. Great. Um, so... Right now, there's a lot of jobs being lost to technology. There's a much younger workforce coming, uh, you know, uh, in that are looking for jobs. They're looking for flexibility. Um, and I guess a lot of people would be asking, is now the time? Is now the time to start a business? Even if I have a strong why, is now still the time? What would be your, what would be your immediate thought? Well, I think it comes back to being passionate obviously I talk to a lot of different people um, on the on a daily basis and one thing that I find is there's a lot of people very miserable in their workplace and um, we talk about that often in the salon is you know being happy working which we all spend a lot of time doing means more than being miserable and comfortable, right? So I think at any point, if you're going after something that you're passionate about, you can't stop thinking about, then there's no better time to do it than right now. Yeah, I agree with you. I know that for, um, I have more than a handful of clients that, you know, they've had the big corporate drop jobs. They've made a lot of money over the years and they've saved a lot of money but their deep down passion was maybe working with horses and training horses and you know they kind of always did that on the side and then here they end up leaving what maybe other people would consider a dream job with a dream income and they kind of just had a turning point where they were just done with it and they went and bought that farm out, you know, not living in the city any longer, went out and bought the farm and, and just started 
doing kind of what they've always wanted to do. Um, but at the heart, they're still business people. They still understand numbers and, and they were able to create a business around, around their passion. And so, yeah, back, back to your point, there's a lot of people that are miserable and they have a lot of money and maybe have had good jobs and a lot of education, but that's still not, it's not what they ultimately want to do every day. Well, that's right. And I, I want to stay with that, that question though, a little bit longer because um, I think if you're just coming into that entrepreneurship um, idea and starting to think through it, you know, you have to come into it realizing that there is going to be a significant amount of pain associated with it. I mean, it is hard. It's tough. So I just, again, don't want anybody to come into entrepreneurship underestimating how hard it is and, again, what the significance of your why uh, should be in order to help you get through uh, that really grueling time of getting your business up and running. Um, And so Jennifer you know, alluded to it, Stacy, when she said about, you know, being happy. Um, I mean, if, if the business that you're thinking of doing does not have the potential to get you where you want to be in your why, then you really have to make sure that you, and, and, and make a decision because Jennifer, you'd be the first to to tell anybody that um, it's it becomes your life, your business becomes your life, right? You know, and so it has to be, it has to be a why that you're willing to dedicate your life to. So, why don't you just give a couple examples of how, you know how your business has become your life? Right. Well, I think the first thing I want to say is when you set out to be an entrepreneur. I feel like there's a level of pressure that you have to work well with. I always say like I work best under pressure. That doesn't mean that it's easy, but um, you have to be able to take the pressure that owning a business gives you. Um, I always, it was very easy for me to be behind the chair working 40, 50 hours a week because I love to talk to people. I love to do people's hair, make people happy feel better about themselves leaving the salon when they came in. And then as soon as I put my name on the sign, the pressure changed. And it went from being behind the chair to not only being behind the chair 40, 50 hours a week, but being in that back office, figuring out how to be in the business of hair. And that became seven days a week, no days off. Um, really still three years in that's still what's happening um and the first year of owning a business I didn't take one penny from the business I you know everything that I made behind the chair went right back into the business so yes you need a strong why because when you are working harder than you've ever had in your whole life and you're not making any money very quickly, you can say, okay, let, let me go work for somebody else, right? 
That's great. Um, so I have a quick question. It just popped into my head. Um, so people will say, well, if you love what you do, then you'll never work a day in your life. Would you say that's true or false? False. False. Only because I can truly say I love my job. But it's unrealistic to think that you're not going to have bad days, that you're not going to want to run away and cry. That I mean, in any business, that's going to happen. But the difference is, do you run away and cry forever? Or do you, okay, let me cry it out one night. Tomorrow I'm going to get back at it. So you're not always going to love everything that you're doing 24-7. But back to is your why strong enough to pull you through the hardships of whatever the business will bring. Right. And I mean, I think that's really the premise behind what we're doing here is that you can love what you do. As Jennifer said, she loves to do hair. Um, But the business side of things is completely different. I mean, I love being, you know, in front of a client and talking and, you know, hearing what their concerns are and, and, you know, being able to build a plan to help them navigate you know, their financial picture or other things that they're dealing with. Um, And, you know, I love doing that. That is not work. Um, But then I've got to step out of that and step into the business of what I do. And so that's where the challenge, I think, and that's, again, the reason for this podcast. We, you have to understand that you can love what you do, but you'll completely underestimate how hard the business of doing what you love can be. Wow. Well, well said, Jack. (laughs) Well said. Well, any final thoughts? I think that's a great note to maybe wrap this podcast up on, but any other final thoughts on why start a business? Well, yeah, there's a lot more thoughts on why start one. I mean, there's, um, you know, a couple of things I would say um, for people who are looking to do it. Um, because, you know, there's a lot of people who believe they want to be entrepreneurs, that they want to be in the business of something. Um, they have visions of that. They dream of being their own boss. They, they dream of having their name on a sign. Uh, They dream of, you know, the freedom that being an entrepreneur can bring. Um, But many people don't ever take action on it. So, and the reason usually is because, you know, they either have fear that they're going to fail or they're just not ready to take that step financially. And so for those of you out there who are maybe just in school now or been out of school um, for a little while and you think that you want to go down the road of entrepreneurship, then my best recommendation to you is to commit to living lean so that you can put as much money away Um, to build margin, to position yourself financially to go into business. Jennifer mentioned that she um, started her business, did not take one penny from her business for the first year. 
Now, the reason she was able to do that was why, Jen? Because I, well, when I opened my business, I moved back home and lived with my mom at, how old was I then? 26 years old. Um, I, and I cut all of my expenses to the bare bones of what I could possibly do. Now, obviously as a hairstylist, I get paid in tips. So I did have a, a little bit of money to pay my, um, car payment, but not much more than that. So because what I find is that, you know, people come out of, you know, especially younger people coming out of school and they feel this pressure that they have to kind of jump into life, that they just spend all this time getting educated and they have to kind of jump into life and get caught up. They need to get that job with a salary. And next thing you know, they're um, buying a, a new car and living in a, a somewhat expensive apartment and you know so they're feeling like that's where I should be even though in their gut you know in their heart they know too that they would like to be in business for themselves so but they're now in get into this kind of this you know place where all the money they're making is going out not because of really to make them happy, but because that's what they feel like everybody expected of them. So I would just say that if you believe you want to pursue entrepreneurship, then you need to get lean. You need to reduce expenses. I call it living at the end of the toothpaste tube. Because if you ever get a brand new thing of toothpaste, you load that toothbrush up with toothpaste. But when all of a sudden you wake up and you've squeezed it down and you've squeezed it down, it's amazing how much less toothpaste you really need uh, to brush your teeth. And that's how you have to do your life because you need to have some margin. The reason people don't go down the road of entrepreneurship is fear. And one of the things that can take the fear away is to have financial margin to where you know that you can uh, survive with what you need on savings um, and maybe some other some other people's help, you know, while you're getting your business off the ground. And so, again, go lean, and then you'll be able to go in business. Great. Jen, any final thoughts on why start a business? Yeah, I think we talk a lot about how hard it is to start a business, how scary it is. But um, I want to encourage anyone who has the heart to be an entrepreneur to just go for it. Do what you have to do. Figure it out. There's no plan in place on start here, do this, and this is what you do next. You just have to start. Um, and if you believe in yourself, you believe in the dream then um, don't let fear deter you from going for it. Awesome. Very good. Well, thank you guys for joining us on our podcast. And we look forward to seeing and talking to you all soon. We want to thank you for listening today. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode. Leave us a positive review. And we want to say thank you to our sponsors, Dempsey Weiss & Associates and J Faith Hair Studio. Thank you.